All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. I'm Alex Matthew and this is the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint. You know, it's great to sometimes meet some of you who listen to the podcast in the morning. Let us know what you think and also tell your friends. Today is the 23rd of October. Here's everything you need to know. State Bank of India has approved a fundraise of up to 25,000 crore rupees this year, including up to 5,000 crore rupees through bonds to meet capital adequacy norms. And speaking about banks, Moody's Investor Service has said that the profitability of Indian banks is distinctively weak compared with those of the association of five major emerging national economies, that's Brazil, Russia, India, China and South Africa. The rating agency, however, said that the profitability will likely improve from next fiscal as asset quality stabilizes. In other news, the newly constituted Board of the Infrastructure, Leasing and Financial Services has appointed three advisors to formulate and execute a resolution plan for the company. Jet Airways has said that it cancelled its proposed deal with TrueJet for wet leasing of some of its regional jets over TrueJet's failure to meet with the deadline on terms of agreement. Wet leasing involves the leasing of a plane along with the crew. Two Paytm employees were among the three persons arrested on Monday for allegedly trying to extort 20 crore rupees from the company's founder, Vijay Shekhar Sharma. They threatened to leak stolen personal data and information, according to the Noida police. A fight between the top two officers of the Central Bureau of Investigation has gone public, with each accusing the other of corruption. Read that entire story on the website. The Income Tax Department has launched a major operation to investigate cases of illegal funds and properties stashed abroad by Indians and is looking to invoke the new anti-black money law for strict criminal action in many such cases. According to officials, the department, in coordination with its foreign counterparts, is investigating offshore bank accounts and purchase of assets by thousands of Indians. In international news, WTI crude settled below the $70 a barrel mark for the fourth straight session as Saudi Arabia backed away from using its oil wealth as a diplomatic hammer and American inventories expanded at the fastest pace in more than a year and a half. Saudi Arabian Energy Minister Khalid Al-Fali eased concern that the kingdom would withhold supplies to counter any punishment over the killing of regime critic Jamal Khashoggi. While US President Donald Trump praised Saudi Arabia's official report on Khashoggi's demise, the oil market remains on edge as many leaders question the explanation that he was accidentally killed in an altercation. Turkish officials, meanwhile, have leaked details saying the journalist was murdered. China announced fresh measures to ease the funding strains of private companies as top officials seek to restore confidence in the world's second-largest economy. The State Council announced it would support bond financing by private firms on Monday and said the central bank would provide funding to facilitate this. The People's Bank of China soon after announced a plan to support such issuance without providing any details of the size of the plan or when it would begin. In international markets, most U.S. equities fell on Monday, with financial and commodity shares pacing losses ahead of the spate of key earnings reports later this week. The dollar rose to its highest level in two months. More than three stocks fell for every two that rose in the S&P 500 index, with banks stumbling the most. Meanwhile, the FANG stocks lifted the tech-heavy Nasdaq. 
Stocks in Asia were trading weak in the early hours today, with the Nikkei and the Kospi losing about a percent and a half. The Australian benchmark had lost close to a percent last I checked. It's now over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Darshan. How's it looking for India this morning? Hi Alex, good morning, good morning everyone. Global queues are stable at this point of time, but the SGX Nifty as of now is indicating a slight negative outlook. But again, we are in the midst of numbers. Adani Ports, Bajaj FinServe, Bajaj Finance, HCL Technologies are the Nifty companies that will report numbers today. And among the larger mid-caps, you have Ambuja Cements, Bajaj Corp, Buyer Crop, HDFC Standard Life, ICICI Prudential Life, MCX, Rallis, RBL Bank, Saskin Technologies, Tata Metallics, TVS Motors and Zensar Technologies. In terms of numbers after market hours, after a disappointing number by Kansai, even Asian Paints disappointed as far as numbers were concerned. Revenues coming in below estimates even though they were up 9%. EBITDA coming in at 784 crores versus our estimate of 904 crores which means an EBITDA margin of 16.9% versus an estimate of 18.9% and the profit also came in lower by 14% coming in at 493 crores versus the estimate of 578 crores. Volume growth was uh, decent as per street estimates. Overall realty decent set of numbers, revenues up 95%, EBITDA up 81%, PAT up almost 105% and EBITDA margins at 50% uh, compared to 54% last time around. Lakshmi Machine Works, a decent set of numbers, revenues up 35%, EBITDA up 43% which means EBITDA margin of 11.7% versus 11%. Wellspun India slightly weak, revenues up 11%, EBITDA up 2.2% which means a slight contraction as far as their EBITDA margin is concerned and that was impacted by higher raw material cost and higher other expenses. Schaffler India also Mixed set of numbers, uh, revenues up 19%, EBITDA up 19%, EBITDA margins flat at 16.8%. Net profit was down 5% because of an exceptional item this time around. OMAX Auto week set of numbers, revenues up 7%, EBITDA down 30% and EBITDA margins at just 3% versus 4.8%. In terms of stocks to watch, ITD Cementation bags multiple orders worth over 1000 crores. Lakshmi Machine works to buy back 2.66 lakh shares at 6,000 rupees per share, which is a discount to the current market price. Lakshmi Vilas Bank shortlist five investors to sell stake, according to the Economic Times. And even the Economic Times again reports that KKR files bankruptcy plea against dairy firm Quality. In terms of bulk deals, Jasmine Capital again sells in DHFL. They sold in another 71 lakh shares in the company. Rajasthan Global Securities buys in 55 lakh shares in Hathaway Cables, while Ashish Dhawan was the seller. He sold in 80.6 lakh shares in the company. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website, bloombergquin.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Darshan. Well, that's all we have for you on this podcast, but do check the website over the course of the day for a lot more. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.